God is good. Um, so I, it, the, the, the amazing thing about God is that for me, um, I'm not a product of church walls. I'm not a product of growing up in church. I'm not a product of encountering God from an altar call. I'm, I'm, I'm a product of encountering God in my personal life. Um, these encounters um, that I can't deny that they were God. There is no other spirit that could have raised me out of my sin in the spirit of God. And so when these encounters happen, I recognized it as the most powerful force in the, in the universe. Um, I guess the first uh, real opportunity that I had to encounter Jesus one-on-one was, uh, give you a little backstory. Um, it was the summer before my senior year of high school. And uh, I was really hard-pressed to have graduated to walk in my graduation. Um, all the odds were stacked against me. Um, it really had to take a, a, a divine encounter for me to have graduated. And uh, so we met with some of the staff at my school the summer before I went into my senior year, and they basically laid out a game plan of what I needed to do in my senior year in order to graduate. And by the grace of God, I graduated and I walked on time. And um, that night of my graduation of my senior year, I was in my bedroom reflecting on everything that I had gone through um, to get to the point of where I was. And um, I was somebody in high school, man, I I struggled with identity. I struggled with who I was. I struggled with um, where I was headed. Uh, I was the only one in my class to have, uh, in, in, in my graduation program, that I didn't have a college that I was going to go to. It was just like, I'm going to seek work. I had, I really didn't have an identity. I had an identity crisis. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. And so I was in my bedroom the night of my graduation of my high school. And um, I was reflecting and I, I felt this spirit. And I can't explain how powerful it was, but it caused me to weep. And after moments of weeping, I really felt this, 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 this anointing, this presence over my life. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I recognized it. I, I, it was something. And, um, then it kind of registered in my spirit. I'm like, this is Jesus. Jesus is in this, in this room with me in my bedroom right now. And, um, I literally felt his presence over my shoulder, his hand over my shoulder. Like it was like as real as him being there it physically. And I was weeping and weeping and weeping. And uh, I felt this, I heard this voice audibly in my spirit say, I love you, my son. And from that moment, I was given identity. I was given identity as a son of Yahweh. Hallelujah. And, um, it took me a while for everything to register and for me to give my life to Christ. It was about a year later. Um, but that encounter changed me, man. And, and all it takes is one encounter, one moment with the presence of God to change. Not just one heart, but a nation. And so I'm like, oh, I'm sharing this with Pastor Jay and Pastor Margie last, last uh, uh, Friday night. And I'm like, it's getting stirred up because I'm like remembering what God had brought me to and who I am in Christ. 
You know, I kind of forgot my identity over these past couple of years as I'm trying to transition into, into being a husband and, and, a, and a father now and, and, and a homeowner and all these things. And I'm, I'm, I'm busy and I'm busy and I'm busy and I'm working 10, 12 hours a day. And I, I kind of lost my identity and who I was in Christ. But then I remembered he called me son. And so that encounter was like amazing. And I, I just wanted to share another encounter as well. Um, it was uh, spring of 2012, and I was, I actually never shared this with my wife. This is the first time I'm going to share this. Um, I was in a relationship with a young lady, and uh, she had a Pentecostal background, and now I grew up Catholic, so it was a, there was a little bit of a, a difference and a contrast, um, but I had the Spirit of God. Praise God. Um, so I was in this relationship with this young lady for about a year, and um, through her, I was able to, uh, I started to attend Break Free of the Catholic Church, which is another testimony in of itself, but I broke free of the Catholic Church and started attending this non-denominational church in Stroudsburg. And um, just from that experience, um, I was able to go deeper with my walk with the Holy Spirit and my walk with Christ. And uh, we had decided to part ways. And um, I remember the, the conversation that we had um, where we kind of closed the books on everything. And it was a Wednesday. And after we had had that conversation of closure, um, I decided to go to the prayer service on Wednesday night. And there was a prayer line. And now, I, you know, I was emotional. I, I felt, you know, a lot of different things and a lot of different emotions. It was overwhelming. Um, but I went, I remember the spirit of God urging me to go to this prayer line. The elders were lined up. And there was, you know, individual prayer, uh, intercession on behalf of the uh, elders of the church. And uh, I went up for prayer, feeling all this, all this emotion, feeling all these things. And uh, I was prayed for. And um, the elder prayed for me, anointed my head with oil. And I went back to my seat. And uh, as soon as I sat down in my seat, Everything I had felt, all the weight, all anxiety, all sorrow, sadness, whatever, gone like that. I was delivered from heartbreak in, a, in an instant through a prayer on an intercession on behalf of an elder. And um, in that season of my life, God replaced my sorrow with joy. And I could, really, I could really say that. Like I experienced that sorrow turning into joy. And I experienced the joy of the Lord in such a way. I mean, that whole season of my life was incredible, and it carried me um, years, years. One moment just carried me years of, of, of the joy in the Lord. And um, I remember I was, so I used to have this, like, destination lake that I used to go to meet God. And it was a lake probably three miles from my house, from my parents' house. And I used to go there all the time. We'd go, me and my buddy would go at, like, midnight just to, just to pray and, and meet with God. And it was I don't know. But um, so for whatever reason, one day during the season of my life, I, I was walking along the lake. And now the lake is it's probably about a mile and a half long. Um, and, and, and I would walk the entire you know, length of the lake and I turned around and came back. And I'm just praying and uh, you know, I'm meditating on, on, on the presence of God and just how amazing he is. And I remember praying something like... Um, God, how awesome would it be? Like, I know you're with me, 
But man, how awesome would it be to really know that you're with me? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like uh, we say, you know, you know, he's with us. And, but like, really, like, God, I need a sign. Like, I feel like I need a sign. So I'm walking. I'm literally just walking along. And uh, I feel Holy Spirit tell me, stop. And I stop in my tracks. He said, look down to your right. To the right, there was a retention wall for the water to the lake. And it was made out of concrete. And at the top of the concrete of the retention wall, there were, there were like blocks, cinder blocks, concrete blocks. And uh, I looked down after Holy Spirit told me to stop. And I see engraved in the stone, in, etched in the concrete, Jesus loves you. Uh, instantly, I'm like, wow. So I raised my hands in worship. That's the, that was my first response. I'm just like... God, so I had a hoodie on because it was, it was around early May, so it was a little chilly. So I had a hoodie on and uh, I had my hood up. And I remember when I, as soon as I raised my hands, and it was a calm day, as soon as I raised my hands in worship, there was a sweeping wind that came through the entire, the entire land. And it was so powerful that it literally, it, it, it almost took my sweatshirt off of my back. And I was filled with chills and filled with the spirit of God. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, God, you are good. And that's all I could remember even, I mean, it was those experiences. But, um, oh my gosh, it was amazing. But, uh, and uh, so I'm sharing like this kind of stuff. And there's, there's, there's more that, that, you know, that, that has happened to me. Um, but I, it's important for me to say that I'm not special, I'm not a product of church. I didn't have the education. I was some kid with an identity crisis, but God was willing to come into my darkness, even in my bedroom, and deliver me and give me identity and call me son. And so I'm like, if that's me, how much more the church, and I look at everybody here and the potential that we have, and I can't help but to just think of, like, if we all operated in, in, in faith in the Spirit. You see, we're, we're, we're reading Acts chapter 2, where the church was birthed, right? And I want to share a scripture um, from Acts chapter 2. And God just gave me this as I walked in. And it's Acts chapter 2, verse 42. <clears throat> and I'll start reading. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul. And in this season of my life, all I can, all I can remember, like the only feeling I had in my, in my first love experience with Christ was all. Everything was all. If a bird chirped, I was in all of it. Honestly, every time me and, me, and my, me and my brother in Christ, that we, we kind of came to Christ together, every time we'd walk out the doors of our house, we'd just lift our hands in worship and breathe the breath that God gave us. And we were like, wow, this is air. It's amazing. Oh, and all came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as, 
any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with gladness and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. You know what's amazing about the Acts chapter 2 church? They didn't have Acts chapter 2 to reference to. They had the Holy Spirit. And uh, God gave me that when I walked in the door. And I'm like, I got to share that. They didn't have, they had the Torah. They had the scriptures. But we know that from the Pharisees, the scriptures weren't the, wasn't what gave life. The spirit was what gave life. And so now we have the completion, the complete revelation of the scripture. From Genesis to Revelation, we've seen the plan of, of, of God, the perfect will of God come to come uh, to full fruition. How much more should we be led by the Spirit, the same Spirit? And it's like, you know what, we're, we're, we're um, it's easy to believe God for the things in our, the big things in our lives that we need. It's easy to believe God and have faith for a promotion or a healing. It's easy to do those things. You know what's hard, the hardest part about our walk? Being obedient to the Holy Spirit and believing the Holy Spirit um, day by day in order to receive what we're believing for. That's the hardest part about our walk. We have to, and Pastor Margie said it, and I can't agree more. Like We have to get to a point with Holy Spirit that we're calling him Holy Spirit. That he's personal, that he's real, that he's genuine, that he's living, active in our lives in the day-to-day basis that we wake up and we say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for this breath. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this sunrise. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this job that I'm going to. As miserable as I may be going to this job, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because it's only you that woke me up this morning and breathed your breath into me. We have to get to that intimate aspect. And, and, and when I was experiencing, I want to say the heavenlies, when I was experiencing the heavenlies for real, I was at a point with Holy Spirit that I was, it was every single aspect of my life. I was like, God, I want to see you in this. God, I want to see you in this. And it was a genuine heart after the heart of God to just say, God, I believe you for the impossible. Even if it makes me look foolish, if I have to be a fool for you, I'm okay with that. Let the foolish things confound the wise. From the mouth of babes, childlike faith. We preach it all the time, but that's, I feel like that's an integral part of what we're missing as a church right now, is that intimacy and the, the belief of, of the little things in our lives, the little details. God is so detail-oriented. He told Joshua, march around Jericho seven times. It didn't make sense. What's marching around Jericho seven times going to do? It brought victory. It's the details. And so when Pastor Jay asked me to share this, I, I, I just really had to, to, to share my heart of um, where I've been. And again, I'm not, I'm not any different than anybody. If anything, I'm unqualified. I, I'm completely unqualified. And um, I don't boast in my experiences. I boast in the spirit that allowed me to have these experiences. And... Um, it's just an amazing thing to be, to be so enamored with the spirit of God that every aspect of, of, of our lives, we're literally in awe. And I remember being in that place and it's like, I want to be there again. I remember um, 
man, when God was using me in the, in, in the evangelical aspect, and I remember literally walking down streets and, and God would pinpoint people to speak to. Like, I remember um, I was in uh, at Rutgers University with a friend of mine because he had a girlfriend. I had to uh, drop him off to, 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 to go. He was going to spend time with her. And uh, we were on the streets of New Brunswick at Rutgers uh, University at the, camp, at the campus. And I remember walking down the street and I remember like my, my, my vision was like blurred. My vision was blurred, but I saw this one person approaching to me. Everything else was blurred around her. And I saw this one person approaching to me and I ended up presenting uh, Jesus to her and I, I prayed over her and she didn't give her life to Christ, but it was just like, um, and I, I did help her financially with some, some need that she had or whatever the case may be. But it was like, I was just sensitive. I was so to a point where I was so sensitive with the spirit that I was willing to just allow him to interrupt my life. And, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of being interrupted. I wasn't afraid of schedules. I wasn't afraid of taking 15 minutes to invest in somebody that I'd never met before. I wasn't afraid of those things. That wasn't, I, I wasn't hindered by, um, that spirit of, of, of just timidity and, uh, just not allowing the spirit to move in the, in the way that he willed, he wanted to move. And, um, so I just encourage you guys, man, us as a church, it's not these four walls. It's not. I mean, this church can fall to the ground, but this church will remain. If we got to, if we got to meet underground, we'll do it. And we got to be willing to do it. And, um, you know, me, me and my wife as well, we, uh, we purchased a home and, and our attention when we bought a home was we wanted, we wanted to be a gathering place. We wanted to be a place of refuge and peace for, for our brothers and sisters in Christ and our family and our friends. And, 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 and that's our, that's our heart really. I mean, me and my, me and my wife, that's our heart. Um, we just want to be servants, the best servants we can be. And sometimes we get caught up with life and the life, the, the mundane things of life kind of just wipe us out spiritually. And they, 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 um, they, they, they drain us of everything that we have and we give our everything to our jobs and our school and education and, um, everything but God. And so it's just like, and I remember even Friday night I I, I was, you know, I had to apologize to pastor Jay. I had to like, I don't know if you felt, I, I don't pastor Jay. I don't know if I came across this way, but if I did, I'm, I'm sorry. And that was my heart. And, and that was literally what led on this whole conversation about me giving testimony and, and, and sharing my experiences. And it's like, man, and now I'm at a point where, well, <laughs> the Holy Spirit has been registering me all day. Get, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. He's been telling me that all day long. I went into work at midnight tonight and all I heard was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I went home and took a nap when I got home from work and I woke up and the first thing that came into my mind was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I feel like the spirit is saying to us as a church, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It should be a daily proclamation that we walk in the spirit and walk in, 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 in this truth and, 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 Guys, like, 
I don't even want to say we got to do better because it's not about what we can do. It's about what he does and what we allow him to do. So we don't have to do better. We just have to surrender and say, God, whoever you want me to talk to, whatever you want, whatever message you want me to transmit, even if it's coming up here and sharing, I know I'm not the only one with experiences with the heavenlies in this room. I'm not the only one with the Holy Spirit that, that, that has revealed these things. So it's each and every one of us that when we, when we operate um, in the magnitude of our calling of making disciples, baptizing new believers into the faith, discipleship, uh, all these things, when we, when we integrate all these aspects to our lives and we're allow, we're, we allow ourselves to be supernaturally interrupted and allow the divine intervention of the Holy Spirit to really take over our lives, that's when we're going to experience the, the, the amazing encounters of the day-to-day basis with the spirit, with the spirit. And, um, man, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else I want to say, but man, that's really my heart. And, um, I'm excited to take communion with you guys. I mean, we are family. And like to just come together and break bread and, and remember what Christ did for us that, um, what we did is, uh, or, or what, we, what we're partaking in, that the communion, it wasn't a one-time thing, but we're, we're living in remembrance of, of, of Jesus giving his life for us, that we may have the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And um, he dwells within us, and we have to take that with us and remember that wherever we go, with whatever we do, that the Holy Spirit is in us, and that we are his temple and we are his church. God, I thank you. I thank you that Sunday for me, when I took that step, I don't know what happened in the spiritual realm, God, but I know that something amazing and incredible happened. And I believe you for the impossible, God. And I believe you that what may look like a slumber church or what may look like a sleepy church, God, is your church. And that you, Father God, want to will us into a new dimension of the spiritual realm to, to the heavenlies and encounter um, angels and, 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 and amazing uh, things that are unexplainable, God, that we can't pinpoint, that we can't even make sense of. But God, that you want to bring us into this dimension of, of just, I don't know what you did, God, but you did something amazing and I'm changed by it. And that's the spirit, Father God, that I pray over this, over this body, God, and my brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, God, you are our sustenance. Holy Spirit, you are the reason we breathe the breath that we breathe. And so, God, whatever needs to happen, Lord, we just give it to you. We thank you, God, as we partake in, in this communion, God. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus' name. Thank you, Mark. Wow, wow, wow. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I, I had an experience May 4th in Pastor Margie. I think Mark has had an experience. And we're believing that God is going to, he's going to protect that. And that from, from now on, Mark and Sable are just going to explode in, in just operating in gifts and, and, and what God has anointed them to do. Amen. Even the coming of this baby, that's not a coincidence. Something's happening this year. It's a key year. 
So thank you, Mark, for sharing those experiences and for challenging us. And uh, maybe you need to one Sunday bring something like that. Amen. I think you're ready. So we're going to allow the Spirit to lead us. One Sunday you could bring that word because I think the whole church needs to hear it.